everybody, Deanna Robino here with Windows Central and welcome to Ask Dan. It's gonna be a once a week video segment where you ask me a question and I try to answer it. The reason we're doing this is simple. You guys ask me a lot of questions every day on Twitter, email and such, and I just wanna be able to answer you guys all at once. So here we go. Let's start off with the first question. Do you like Microsoft Design Language 2.0 for phones? Is it better or worse than Metro UI? That's a great question, although a little tough to answer. It's obviously gonna be personal choice. Uh, I actually do like Microsoft Design Language 2.0. I feel like it's still obviously being developed and we're still seeing it come out in the build for Windows Phone and Windows 10 desktop. At first, I actually didn't like it, and that was with the initial build of Windows Phone. But the more I use it, the more it grows on me. Interestingly enough, I do find it actually more modern than modern UI in the sense that uh, with the new icons, it's very hollow and you have very thin lines for everything. And I actually find it more minimalist. If you look at the Windows 10 desktop, it's very clean. And it's also more extreme than the modern UI. So I do feel like this is an uh, evolution of the previous uh, design language, but it's uh, gonna be personal preference. I say give it a chance though. The more you use it, I think the more it grows on you. It's definitely very different though. Next question, does Windows Phone have a competitive chance without critical social apps like Snapchat and Periscope? That's a question that gets asked a lot. I think it's important to talk about. Uh, Periscope and Snapchat are very important social apps. I think they're important for the platform and Microsoft is aware of that as well. Now you can argue that some of these apps are sort of faddish, that they come and go and you know it's a passing phase. However, I think these apps are here to stay and it's real critical that Windows Phone does get them and that users be able to know that. Now, how does Microsoft do that? We're gonna to have to wait and see with Windows 10 if it hits critical mass and those developers come around. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a real tough sell for people selling these phones in the stores to tell customers, no, those apps are not available. And it's definitely going to be an important step in the Windows 10 evolution. Next question, how is Microsoft going to earn money if they provide Windows 10 for free? All right, so how does Microsoft make money? Well, it's a long-term play. Obviously, if you don't know, Windows 10 is being offered as a free upgrade for those on Windows 7 and Windows 8. So they're not gonna make money off of that. However, there's two avenues where they do bring in revenue. One is going to be software sales. And they're aiming for a billion people on Windows 10 within the next few years. Every time they sell some software through the store, they get a little piece of cut of that. It's sort of like how Xbox works with the games where they get a cut of each sale on that one as well. So the actual console, they don't actually make too much profit off of. It's gonna be the game sales and the long-term stuff there. Now, the other avenue of revenue is gonna be for enterprise. They actually don't get a free upgrade. Enterprise is actually a big deal for Microsoft. That's why they're actually pushing Windows 10 heavily for enterprise as well. So they're gonna be bringing in revenue that way through corporations and these very large purchases. And that does actually add up to a lot of money. All right, the next question is, is the Lumia 1520 still a good buy? So regarding the 1520, it's one of my favorite devices. It's actually the one I've been using the longest and I'm running Windows 10 on it now. And it actually runs very well. So this question is, is it still a good buy? It's gonna be very relative. One, it's actually getting harder to find. So if you can find one, you may wanna consider it. It will run Windows 10 beautifully. However, I don't think you're going to get two major features with Windows 10. That's uh, Windows Hello and Continuum. Windows Hello is the thing where it unlocks your phone based on your iris or facial recognition. And Continuum obviously is the thing where you plug it into a PC and it mirrors it onto that computer. If you're not getting those two features and you don't mind not having those two features, then sure, 15 20 is going to be a great device. Obviously, the display is very good on it and you got a lot of power. Now, the real question here is whether or not when those new flagships come out, can you actually resist them? 
I think it's gonna be a real tough decision for people if you have a 1520 and you see what these new devices are like. And so I'm kind of urging people maybe to hold off until this fall when those devices get announced and then make your decision. I mean, what's the worst that's gonna happen? The 1520 will be actually cheaper at that point anyway and you'll get to see what's out there. I just think that you don't wanna be tempted because I think what's coming next is actually be pretty impressive. And the final question for this week is, do you think that developers would be willing to jump to Microsoft now that Windows 10 is near? So obviously Windows 10 is very important to Microsoft. It's a big gamble, but it's also their best shot at getting developers on board. After all, if you look at Windows Phone, it's only got about 3% market share worldwide, which is very small. However, Windows as a desktop and PC platform is huge. Now that those two systems are combined and developers can make apps for both, it's going to definitely help Windows Phone. The question is, is how are people going to respond to Windows 10? In theory, very well. After all, it was basically crowdsourced, right? We all were part of the Insider program and helped develop it. So in that sense, it should work out pretty well. And the fact that they're giving it as a free update to Windows 7 and Windows 8 users brings a lot of people on board. However, we still have to wait and see. When I talk to developers, most of them seem very happy with Windows 10 and the access that they now have through the APIs and tools that they're given. Now there's an interesting change here with Windows 10. Microsoft is now using the same APIs and tools to build their apps that the developers are using for the store. That's actually a big change from Windows 8. Microsoft previously had access to special tools that only they had access to to make their apps. This was an unfair advantage for developers who were constrained. That all changes with Windows 10. Microsoft is now using those same tools. And that's pretty cool because if they find a limitation or something they can't do, well, developers can't do it as well and hopefully they'll fix that. So now everyone is on an even playing field and I think it bodes well for the platform. So overall, I think it's very good for Microsoft and the Windows 10 platform and developers. Now, we still have to wait to see what happens, but we're talking, in theory, a billion people using these services and this OS. So hey, developers, yeah, you may want to get on board with this as a tidal wave could be coming. I hope you enjoyed our first installment of Ask Dan. Now, if you have any comments, leave them below. Tell us how we can improve the show. We're just starting off here. And if you liked it, give us a thumbs up. Now, if you want to ask me a question, just use hashtag AskDanWindows on Twitter, and maybe we'll pick yours for the next episode. Take care, everybody.